Let's go. What's up, everybody? It's another Dog Nation Wednesday night. That means before the edges. I don't know what I'm doing here with like the fireside chat going on, but I try to get like a different view since we all have to do this from our homes and not in the studio. But I try to give a different look each night, but you guys don't really care at all about where I'm broadcasting from or what the backdrop looks like. You guys want to know what's going on with the latest in Georgia recruiting. And tonight we have a very special guest. Uh, the most recent Georgia football commitment is in the house with us tonight. Everybody out there on Facebook, I want you guys to join me in giving a really hearty welcome to Pierce Sperling the third. I think he's six foot six and maybe some change. Uh, Pierce Sperling the third committed to Georgia out of the 2023 class a little while back. I think it was about maybe 10 days ago, something like that. Pierce live with us tonight from uh, some of the most beautiful country in the world in South Walton on the panhandle of Florida. Pierce, what's up, buddy? How you doing tonight? That's much. Doing well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Pierce, now, um, we most people that are on our feeds and chats, they know what we do. I'm going to ask you typical reporter Q&A stuff for about five minutes. So if you guys got a question for Pierce, drop it in the uh, Facebook feed below, and we'll be sure to make sure we get it to him. Because um, we won't take too long tonight, because I know he's working on that 4.0, maintaining that 4.0 uh, in his sophomore year at South Walton. The guy came from Walton High School, just transferred down there. So you know he knows about good grades and rigorous academics. But Pierce, I guess the first thing I want to I want to ask is a lot of folks will probably sit there and go, "All right, Jeff. All right, bro. This is a 2023 kid. What are the chances that he he he's a Georgia Bulldog two or three years from now, and I'm going to see him in Sanford Stadium?" Pierce, how would you answer that question? I guess you go back a long ways with the dogs. I just want to say I've been a Georgia fan and since I was probably born and I've grown up going to Georgia games and just cheering for the dogs. I want to say I'm a hundred, hundred percent committed and I plan on being a hundred percent committed through our high school. And I just can't wait to play and get up in Athens. Pierce, where are you at height and weight right now? I know folks want to know that you continue to grow and expand. Where are you at right now with that? I'm six, six, 218 pounds right now. So what makes a, a six foot six dude uh, like yourself j just feel ready to go ahead and commit? I mean, you got your offer this summer. And to me, I remember when I talked to you a couple of times, I was like, dude, this guy's probably not going to take a long time and dawdle or dilly dally in the hole. You seem like you were on a quick path to be a bulldog. What was it that led you to pull the trigger and decide to be a Georgia bulldog already in your sophomore year? I'm just – I'm strong-willed, and I just want to – like my family, they really helped me along the journey, my coaches for sure. And I don't know, I just felt like from God I was ready to make the decision. And I know it was early, but I just felt ready for my family, my fit. What was the fit there? Because I know it, you, you've probably dreamed your whole life, of kind of like Stetson Bennett actually, mm -hmm. running down on that field, making a big play, sitting in your seats. I think you guys have had season tickets for forever. Folks, this is a third-generation Georgia Bulldog. But for yeah. you, what was the fit like besides Georgia? You probably had to see what you wanted in a in a tight ends coach in Todd Hartley and then the offensive scheme Georgia was going to to, to basically maximize a player that's going to be a flex in, a guy that can put his hand on the ground but also work outside a lot and make a lot of safeties look silly. What was that fit like for Georgia for you? Yeah, so I just talked to Coach Munkin and Coach Hartley, and we just talked about, like, 
where they're taking the position at Georgia and how it's going to be such an impact and how it's going to be really, like, different and a mismatch within the game. They said they just want to, like, change the position, and I think I can do that at the University of Georgia. Now, Pierce Pierce is actually going to be at the game tonight, but it's weird because recruits can't be in the stands. But like we said earlier in the broadcast, he's got family season tickets, so he's going to be going in as – Joe Bulldog fan, even though he's a Joe Joe Dog commitment. I mean, first off, what do you, what did you think about the game last week? That had to be very exciting for a guy that's going to put on the red and black one day. It was awesome. We were so excited to watch the game, and I was excited to see what we we're going to do against a test like Auburn, and we went. And it was awesome to watch. I'm going to be a part of that one day. Pierce, while we're chatting, I think the folks at home are getting a chance to watch games one through games three for you at Southwall. Take us through what yeah. you're doing there. What do you think? What do you think this offense and what do you think your sophomore season is an upgrade about what you've put on film before? Um, my team is just it's really different. And we're running the air raid offense. So we're throwing 45, 50 times a game. And I've already had like twice double as many yards, double as many receptions, double as many touchdowns. I mean, my stats has been a lot better. And I don't know, I feel like the system just fits me and my skill set because I'm out wide, I can move around. And my quarterback's a threat. So, I mean, if you want to drop eight, we're just going to run a draw. I mean, just fits perfectly. And it's great play calling, and we're just a really good offensive team. So, yeah. So, I want folks to know this about you and your game. Uh, yeah, he's a sophomore. Yeah, he's probably going to be about 240 when he's at Georgia. That's probably 27 more pounds. But I think you play with a certain edge to your game. Can you describe that? I mean, I, I think you love the competition. I think you love hearing a DB get up in your face and say, huh, look who I got right here. Like, you like that competition. It's. I think that's some of that stuff that makes – George Pickens a great player is he likes to play a little yeah. fiery a little hot tempered is that the way you describe your game as well yeah I just want to bring like a different edge to the game I think I always have since I was little I mean playing several different sports is kind of what you learn to do I don't know I mean I just, just love the competitiveness I mean I just love playing I just love like it's kind of one-on-one that's what I do and I mean it's just man on man and that's what I love now, Pierce, everybody's going to know about this. One of the greatest all-time receivers in Georgia history. He's actually been training you for more than a minute now. Tell me about how a guy like Terrence has helped you get even better. You must feel that you're really advanced in your training right now to be a high school sophomore. Coach Terrence really changed everything for me. Like, in my freshman year, I was just like, I don't know. I was good, but I was kind of raw. Um and I had a lot to work on, and Coach Terrence just took my game to another level. And he's also just made me a lot better person, teach me how to work hard and be responsible. But he took my game to a whole different level, for sure. Pierce, what's your when you hear from Munkin and Hartley, you said it earlier, I guess, in, in so many words, but what is Georgia doing with the tight end position? How will it be different? How will it be dynamic by the time you get there? Um, so I've talked to them and I mean, as y'all seen the two tight end sets, I mean, moving them out, moving them in, it's just going to get more advanced from there. And that's what I've talked to them about changing the tight end position, getting away from the hand in the dirt and just moving forward to like what you see in present day football. 
I mean, lined up wide, going against corners, safeties, and also like moving around, putting your hand there if you need to. But that's just what like I think Georgia's moving forward to. And I think I can do that. Pierce, you got an all-time favorite Georgia game or an all-time favorite dog. I mean, who was the guy that you had the jersey of that you really, really wore to death? So when I was little, I loved Herschel Walker. I loved Herschel Walker. He probably he was like why I started playing football for sure. But um, I don't know. I was at the North Carolina Georgia game when Nick Chubb scored that touchdown in the dome. I was also at the Georgia Clemson game, like Nick Chubb's freshman year, when Todd Gurley was there. That was a fun game for sure. But, yeah. And you actually had the honor of meeting Herschel a couple of times, but even uh, even last year as a recruit, what was that like? There's a big viral picture from. I guess when you got your Georgia offer and then after you committed, you're hanging out with Herschel on the sidelines. That has to be a lifetime moment for you. Yeah, it was for sure. It's just kind of different. Like when I was little, I was just meeting him as a little kid. And then I met him at the sideline of Georgia. It was just kind of crazy. It meant a lot. It was just awesome. He's a really good guy. What's it like when you're four inches taller than your hero, man? What's that, what's that like? That's got to be a little weird. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. I'm just kind of getting used to it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so, folks, another really good reason uh, to have Pierce on tonight is I don't know if you guys know about it, but I've been covering Georgia recruiting for more than a minute now. I think I go back to the 2015 cycle now. And I've never been around a group of kids, not even the 2017s, not even the 2019s. The, I, I've never been around a group of young men that are already like that network. Folks, there's a – 2023 group chat of guys in the state and around the Southeast. I think I've been told it goes 30 names deep. And when, believe me, I'm not going to throw in names out here, but when it sounds like there is a dedicated group of young men that I, if I had to put a Coca-Cola on it, I would probably say if I was a betting man, there's a lot of guys in that group chat that'll probably wind up Georgia Bulldogs like Pierce Sperling is right there. And folks, they're doing these, this thing is the, the summer before their sophomore years. They're already as organized as some guys are like a year before they sign. That's how organized these guys are. Pierce, what's your what's it like being a part of that? Do I get a good read on that? That these are a lot of guys that maybe want to play together, that want to chase championships, that maybe they might all bond together and just go win something and go win somewhere a lot at the same place. You're pretty spot on about that. I I got added to them. I think I got added to that group chat late July and I talk to some of them. I talk to them every day. And, like, we're always just talking, talking about if we play together. I mean, it's just awesome getting to know those guys and getting to recruit them too. Yeah. I mean, there's guys from, I think, the state of Alabama, the state of Florida, the state of Georgia. Um, I think there's a couple more states that I won't name, though. No, but, like, Minnesota, uh, goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's like – Trayon Webb is the, was the first one to commit, folks. And in this day and age, Trayon committed a long time ago. And for, for Georgia to take – remember Hartley. I don't know if you know the story about Mr. Webb or not, Pierce, but Hartley offered him when he was, a, I believe, a rising eighth grader this summer, the spring of his seventh grade year, a rising eighth grader at Trinity when he was still at Miami. And that's how long ago Hartley offered uh, Trayon Webb. And now he's kind of like a – I, the guy that got it started in the class and he remains committed. He want, he's, he's told me running backs he wants to play with, offensive linemen he wants to play with. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, to me, 
what are the, what's the best class so far in Georgia history? The 2018 class and maybe the 2019 class in terms of five stars that are still there. Everybody knows Richard LeCount's class was the one that got it started under Kirby. Folks, mm-hmm. right now, I know it's I know it's early. And even Pierce, I'm sure you can weigh on in this too because you know Georgia history about as well as anybody on this feed. It just feels like there are more dudes there that could join Georgia. Matt, it might be the biggest class Kirby Smart has ever signed. I know we're two years away from that, but the groundwork is kind of already being laid. Yeah, I know some dudes for sure that are serious about it, and we're going to do some serious damage. I mean, the best class I can think of was like George Pickens, Dominic Blaylock, Nolan Smith. That class is pretty nasty. But I think we can yeah. – I think it would be like that for sure. We have to do for seem, sure on the relationships. Pierce, does it seem to you like – I mean, there's a lot of guys that I think are have a maturity level like yourself that where you're like, why fool around? I know what I want. This is what I want. I'm going to go for it. I mean, usually you're at an age where guys just want to take pictures and pics and get Instagram followers. Really, that's what – you know, the sophomore year of recruiting is all about. But it seems like there's a lot of mature, dedicated dudes in your group. Yeah, it's been different for us, too, because of COVID. So, like, I mean, it's been really different. Recruiting's been different, but I know what I want, and a lot of the dudes know what they want. And I don't know. We don't really mess around because, like, we know how much talent we can have. We know we, we can do with it. I mean, we just work hard, put our head down. Uh, you guys got a question, drop it in the feed. I got one more. Pearson, this is this might be as hard in the in the pain as I will go with my questions here, but if you could be the guy that could wave a magic wand and, and, and get two or three guys, maybe maybe three guys to join you in that class, who would those guys be? You know, if you could have your draft picks, your dream dream team guys to add to the class now. I know I'm probably gonna make 25 other guys in that in that chat room in that in that in that text thread a little mad, but who are the guys that you think Georgia has to build the class around? You got to say Justin for sure. I mean, we're both Georgia legacies from Georgia. I mean, that's just got to happen. Tony Mitchell, he's he's really different. He's really good for sure. Dylan Laundren from Brookwood up four, like seven on seven and stuff. We could do some serious. Caden Lee, train with him too. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we can get some of those guys, Michael Daughtery from Grayson, we could really be something. So so he's named a uh, – let me see. You've named a wide receiver from Metro Atlanta. You've named a safety from Metro Atlanta, a quarterback from Metro Atlanta. I mean, you're kind of covering the gamut. But also, that Tony Mitchell, he's a nice-looking defensive back out of Thompson High in Alabama. Yes. That's a that footprint. You're gonna, Georgia's going to have to go in and snatch him away from Auburn and Alabama and LSU there. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's really good if we can get him. I'm trying to think who else. Arch Manning, I mean, he'd be really good. Whoa. Peter Woods, who's friends with Tony at Thompson, if we get Peter Woods. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players. Justice Haynes from Blessed Trinity. I've known Justice since I was probably in sixth grade. I met Justice. We've been playing since then. Kind of grew up together playing sports. I mean, he's a Georgia legacy, too. And he's top running back in the country. I mean, imagine, like, all of that. That would be crazy. That's already three legacies that could be in the class. Yeah. And there's a, bunch of offense, there's a bunch of offensive linemen, some in Florida, some in Alabama. Uh, I mean, a lot of defensive linemen. I mean, there's just, just a lot of dudes coming around here. Um, Pierce, uh, did you have a, a favorite game you've been to as a Georgia Bulldog? 
Um, probably when Georgia played Clemson, when Todd Gurley was there and Nick Chubb was a freshman. That game was awesome. Yeah. When I was really little, I went to the Arizona State game when A.J. Green blocked that kick, blocked the punt. Or I think it was field goal, actually, when he blocked the field goal. But yeah. I was. Those are probably two vivid memories of mine. Pierce, let's tell this story. It's different for every young man. What was it like for you when you wanted to commit? Did you, did you go through Hartley when you talked to him and then you talked to – what was that like when you're telling folks that I want to be a Georgia Bulldog and they're all in? So I talked to Coach Hartley on Sunday, and then I talked to Coach Smart on Monday, and then I announced Wednesday. But it was just awesome, awesome talking to those guys. I mean, just having genuine conversations about, like, a very important decision, and it was just awesome. Did you say something like, hey, I want to be a dog or I want to commit to the G? Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I was, like, I was on the phone with Coach Hartley, and I was like, I think you know how I'm calling. He's like, yes, sir. He's like, let's make it official. I was like, yes, sir. I want to commit. Uh, Pierce, I got a question. How is your speed and how are, and are you an across the middle or a downfield route running type of tight end? Question from Chad Buchanan. Um, obviously, you think I'm a deep, like a deep threat, and I am. That's like what I've always been doing since I was like really little. But like as my games evolved, uh, I think I run really like good slants and my speed's like deceptive where I can get behind the safeties when I'm running post. I mean, see it on my highlight reels. I've done that more than I have in the past, but I don't know as my game evolves, my routes are just going to get like a more variety of routes for sure. Pierce, uh, Joel Moody wants to know, how did you get up with coach Edwards? Did you travel? How'd you get linked up with Terrence to get better? So I went through the FBU camps and coach Terrence always used to coach there. And that's like how I met him. And then we just, like, kind of stayed in touch, but not really. And I was, like, texting him after basketball season was over, asking him I could come work out. And then I just kind of made it an everyday thing. And we just worked really hard. Uh, somebody's saying uh, they've got – you've got good parents to teach you about the GOAT and Herschel Walker already at a young age. Um, lots of feedback. Uh, people are talking about a lot of things. Pierce, being a longtime Georgia fan – uh, season ticket holder, you've probably been to, I don't know, 20, 40 games in your life, maybe maybe even more so. Um, who's the team you can't wait to beat? Is there a, Who would you consider Georgia's biggest rival or the, the team where you're on the field and you're competing and you're going to go, whoa, this is what it's all about? Um, I don't know, Georgia Tech, Florida, I mean, those are two, like, huge rivalries and – I've grown up watching those rivalries and always dreamed of being there. So those two for sure. Yeah. You got you got a number you would wear, want to wear, Georgia? You got a favorite number in mind? Um, 19, because that was my number, like, all throughout my life, or eight. I mean, I like eight. I'm wearing that right now, and I like eight. But if I'm playing – I'm playing with Don Blaylock, I'm not going to be able to wear eight, but that would be cool because we went to the same high school. <laughs> and we're family friends. Yeah. Uh, Colby Curry wants to know what's the number one thing you've learned from Terrence technique wise to better yourself? It's all footwork. Getting out of your, he works a lot of getting out of your breaks, getting off the line. We used to do a lot of one on ones with like Justin Miller, like Defensive Back Academy. And we used to do a lot of one on ones. So I'd be going against guys like Nathaniel Wiggins or 
Kenai Walker. And I was a freshman, and they were older, and they just got me a lot better. So, yeah, and getting out of your breaks is really important, Coach Terrence. Yep. Uh, working yourself open, that's the most important thing. Um, Daniel Lewis wants to know, what's your current 40 time? It's six feet, six inches. He can go. Wait till you tell him this story. Wait till he tells you this story, guys. Um, I run like a four six two. Um, highest I've ever ran was like a four six one point like one five. Um, I worked on my speed with Brett Cooper. Uh, he's out of Roswell, Georgia. I worked with him really hard over like quarantine stuff. But yeah, so that's where I speed up. <laughs> uh, one of our uh, one of our viewers is having fun. They said they would do some seriously sketchy stuff to somehow pull Arch Manning. That's funny because that's as yeah. classy as a family. That's as classy as a family as it's going to get. And I don't think you, I don't think that family is going to need anything sketchy. They're not going to make their decision on anything sketchy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah, for sure. They, they've got enough uh, resources where they don't have to worry about anything in that in that family, the Manning family. Um, Daniel Lewis wants to know. He thinks six six two forty five or two fifty. Is that the body build that you're probably targeting to? retain that speed as a college football player? Yes, sir. That's what I want to be. I don't want to get too heavy where I can't run routes, but I also want to be at a weight where I can block. And that's what I'm thinking. And I think that's what Coach Harley and all of them are thinking too. So, Pierce, a lot of people see the skill level and they see your size and they're like, okay, this guy's going to catch 30, 40 passes a game. But at the same time, the position will still require some level of blocking. How do you feel about – you know, mixing it up inside like you see Darnell doing it right now. How do you feel about being physical in the run game as well? I mean, I love the physicality. I mean, I love – I like to block. I just like being physical, and I, if that's what the team needs, I'll do that. I mean, I'm not just a pass catcher, so. Pierce, last question for you. You, you got a prediction for the Georgia-Tennessee game? We won't hold you to it or anything, but what do you think in there? What type of game do you see on Saturday? I'm thinking – 35-14. Wow. That's, that's a very, that's a very uh, generous and that's a very aggressive prediction right there. That guy, you can tell he's got some red and black. 28-14. I'll give 28-14. Give 28-14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him some credit, I guess. I, I think I had the game at uh, – I think I have it at 24-7. That's where I have the game at, something like that. I just – that defense, man. I, that defense is only better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um. Pierce, hey, hey, man, I, I think you got maybe uh, that 4.0 to work on in biology and world history and stuff to get to. But, hey, man, for everybody here on Dog Nation and before the hedges on Wednesday night, we always try to get the commits on. And, hey, Pierce, from all of us, man, it is great having you on tonight. And thanks for making some time. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome being on. All right, Pierce. Take it easy, buddy. Now, Thank you. Yes, sir. <clears throat> now, guys. He mentioned, he mentioned Justin. Now, I want to tell you about Justin Benton. That is Justin Benton, number 99 for Newton High School. Got to catch up with him on Friday after the McEachern game. It was a tough loss, an eight to seven last minute kind of loss. McEachern goes for two. Um, they beat Newton, but I got to catch up with Justin Benton and you guys want to watch this interview. It's a really quick interview. It shows you a little bit about Justin. You see some clips there, but also you get to learn a little bit about what he was doing on the day Pierce Sperling III committed to Georgia. You guys are going to like this one. I check. Well, okay. Um, we're going to wait 
for the second on that. We're going to come back to that in a little bit. But right now, um, we've got a chance to uh, jump into one of the things we always do right now. That would be our Dog Nation uh, top targets. Um, we do we go over those every week. Those are the guys that are um, we see as the um, kind of the most pertinent names to know in terms of mutual interest between Georgia and also the recruit. Um, this week, um, not going to be a lot of deviation from last week's list, but this week we start with number 10, uh, Deontay Thornton. Deontay Thornton is a six foot four and a half, 215 pound, <clears throat> 215 pound wide receiver out of Maryland. Um, he's at number 10 on this week's list. Number nine, Donovan Edwards, the big running back, multi-skilled running back out of West Bloomfield, Michigan. I think he's a guy that's still going to wait and try and take some of those independent visits number eight smile munden jr did you guys see the story on dognation.com today about smile he talked timelines he went through all five of his schools i thought it was very interesting in the story smile uh told me that you know it's really just a process it's really not hard he doesn't feel rushed or doesn't feel forced he's just kind of going through his progressions on everything and trying uh to get everything in line and it sounds to him that maybe about november or so which is when he'll really start thinking about his decision. He does want to enroll early. He doesn't plan on doing it at an All-American game. He wants to do it at his school. Uh, Shmile Munden Jr. rated as the nation's number one linebacker on 24-7 sports, number two linebacker on the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, his final five is Auburn, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, and LSU. He's been to all those schools on a game day except for LSU. He's been to most of those schools about two or three times. And he told me he doesn't even need any sort of further review or some of those other self-guided visits to figure out his decision. He thinks he's seen enough. Uh, number seven, it's Tyrion Ingram Dawkins out of Gaffney, South Carolina. Um, reports are out there. And I do think that Tyrion Ingram Dawkins out of Gaffney will at least be in Athens this weekend. I don't know if he'll be inside the stadium or not, but. Uh, Tyrion Ingham Dawkins is a guy that could be making his decision in the month of late October, mid-November, something like that. Uh, number six is Mason Smith out of Huma, home of Louisiana. Um, he's got his season started. We've written a lot about the package deal there with Corey Foreman. Um, those guys are um, – say they're going to play together, and it sure sounds like they're going to play together. Of course, those guys did take another trip to LSU for the Mississippi State loss as well. Number five, Xavier Sori Jr., another offer. Where are you at with now, that now? I noticed your buddy Pierce, a guy in the 2023 class, yes, commits to Georgia. How do you feel about you know where you're at? you still got to have a pace to your recruiting, although one of your good friends already made his decision. Yeah. Where do you think you're at right now? I mean, I feel great. I'm just trying to focus on football season right now, but as far as Georgia goes, I feel great. My boy Pierce committed. He, he was on the phone with me when he actually dropped it on Twitter and things like that. So Pierce, he's a, he's a great a great dude, and Georgia's going to get a great tight end in Pierce. So, I mean, my, my love for Georgia run deep. My dad played there. So, I mean, I'm just trying to weigh out my options right now and just try to focus on football season more. I think you might be a young man. You sound very purposeful. Maybe He's still about a month away from making his decision. Number three is the aforementioned Corey Foreman, the nation's number one prospect, the big defensive end out of uh, California. And for him, the thing we've been keyed on is that Corey wants to see pressure. He wants to see big seasons from guys like Nolan Smith and Adam Anderson and Jermaine Johnson and Aziz Ojolari. I don't know if you guys saw a recent tweet we put out. According to the official stats of the University of Georgia, 
the Bulldogs have 52 quarterback hurries so far through two games. 52 uh, quarterback hurries through two games. Georgia was averaging about 17 hurries a game last year. So this year, even facing a quality schemed up offensive line, even facing a mobile quarterback in Bo Dix, Bo Nix, uh, Georgia's um, quarterback hurries are up about 53% over the 2019 team, which still had a very salty defense in its own right. Uh, number two is Terry and Arnold. We wrote about him recently on dognation.com. The two things he likes about Georgia the most, one of those is Kirby Smart, the, the way he relates to Kirby, the businessmen, the savvy, the efficiency, and the way he runs his program. The other thing is just Terry told me he thinks about that truck bed and the chance to be on the same team potentially with a Mason Smith, a Corey Foreman, an Amarius Mims, a Xavier Sorry Jr., and a Brock Vandergriff. All those potential NFL first-rounders really excites him being a part of that same class. And the number one target on this week's top targets list Amarius Mims, he is set to make his decision next Wednesday. That's his birthday. It'll be at 3.30 p.m. It will be live on all our dognation.com streaming platforms on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. Uh, that will all be live there as well. Um, 3.30 on Wednesday is when he makes his decision. That is a huge one. Um, let's go through. I want to look at one other quick thing right now. Let's look at these expected or announced decision timelines for Georgia's priority targets. Kamari Lassiter is still to be determined. That's the, the very strong cornerback, defensive back. Where are you at with now, that now? I noticed your buddy Pierce, a guy in the 2023 class, yes, commits to Georgia. How do you feel about you know where you're at? You still got to have a pace to your recruiting, although one of your good friends already made his decision. Yeah. Where do you think you're at right now? I mean, I feel great. I'm just trying to focus on football season right now, but as far as Georgia goes, I feel great. My boy Pierce committed. He, he was on the phone with me when he actually dropped it on Twitter and things like that. So Pierce, he's a, he's a great a great dude, and Georgia's going to get a great tight end in Pierce. So, I mean, I, my love for Georgia run deep. My dad played there. So, I mean, I'm just trying to weigh out my options right now and just try to focus on football season more. I think you might be a young man. You sound very purposeful maybe you just want to wait and see a lot more before you make a decision is that is that sort of the vibe you yes got sir right now? It, it kind of broke my heart when they when they extended that period but yeah i'm just trying to wait and see i want to sort of weigh my options but of course george is george is one of my top choices i guess pierce is working on you already yeah what is, what is, what is his message so far man he's just like come home i mean come home he, his dad his dad went, i think his people weren't there my people weren't there that's his that's his big thing so he had you on the phone when he commit when he dropped it on twitter right yeah can you recreate that for me is he like hey boy watch me do this right here yeah i mean he was he was he was turned up when he did it so i mean he, he was he was turned i mean he told me you like hey, you need to come on and do it too so i mean it was it was a good day i'm glad you got that commitment you haven't been tempted yet have you nah. that, a little bit want to want to come back you know guys you guys saw the great uh chat the great conversation there with pierce sperling the third we kind of focused on the 2023 class and the potential there one of the guys he mentioned that he has to play with right now would be Justin Benton out of Newton High School in Covington, Georgia. Uh, Justin Benton, like Pierce, is a Georgia legacy. Philip Benton, his dad, actually played at Georgia. Got to catch up with Justin Benton after the McEachern game. It was a tough loss last Friday night. But he shared a couple of things, including one very interesting thing about what he was doing at the moment Pierce Sperling III committed to Georgia. I think you'll like it. Let's check it out right now. Where are you at with that now? I noticed your buddy Pierce, 
a guy in the 2023 class yes, commits sir. to Georgia. How do you feel about you know where you're at? You still got to have a pace to your recruiting, although one of your good friends already made his decision. Yeah. Where do you think you're at right now? I mean, I feel great. I'm just trying to focus on football season right now. But as far as Georgia goes, I feel great. My boy Pierce committed. He he was on the phone with me when he actually dropped it on Twitter and things like that. So Pierce, he's a, he's a great a great dude. Great, and Georgia's gonna get a great tight end in Pierce. So I mean, my, my love for Georgia run deep. My dad played there. So I mean, I'm just trying to weigh out my options right now and just try to focus on football season more. I think you might be a young man. You sound very purposeful. Maybe yes, sir. you just want to wait and see a lot more before you make your decision. Is that is that sort of the vibe you yes, got sir. right now? Yes, sir. It, it kind of broke my heart when they when they extended that period. But yeah, I'm just trying to wait and see. I want to sort of weigh my options. But it, of course, Georgia Georgia is one of my top choices. I guess Pierce is working on you already. Yeah. What is, yeah, what, is yeah. what is his message so far? Man, he's just like come home. I mean, come home. He, his dad, his dad. Went, I think his people went there. My people went there. That's his. That's his big thing. So he had you on the phone when he commit when he dropped it on Twitter, right? Yeah. Can you recreate that for me? Is he like, hey boy, watch me do this right here? Yeah. I mean, he was he was he was turned up when he did it. So I mean, he, he was he was turned. I mean, he told me you like, man, you need to come on and do it too. So I mean. It was it was a good day. I'm glad UJ got that commitment. You haven't been tempted yet, have you? Nah, a little bit, but nah, not that much. Um, how excited did it seem like? Um, I just know it was excited because that, that's his dream school and that's where he wanted to play it. So, I mean, everybody has dreams and that's that's one of his biggest dreams. So he accomplished that. Last question: How, yes, how lit was the group chat when um, that he dropped his commitment? How hey, 2023 group chat was lit. I mean, we they already got two commitments in that Georgia class. So, I mean, I tweeted out yesterday somebody gonna have a special class and that special class is gonna be probably Georgia. Justin, Bitt. hey man, thank you for your time tonight. Yes, sir. Officer. No problem. Uh, Darius Brown got a hashtag, hashtag turn inside the <clears throat> Dog Nation Facebook feed. I'm Jeff Sintel. Thanks, guys, for joining us back. We're back here on Before the Hedges on DogNation.com. Wasn't that interesting interview there with Justin Benton? First of all, really like that kid. High energy, high motor. You see the way he plays. Got some good clips of him as well. But wasn't that unique? And wasn't that a hmm moment right there for Dog Nation to ponder? He was on the phone with Pierce Sperling when Sperling dropped the commitment tweet to choose Georgia. That's very, very interesting uh, as well. So that we kind of talked up a lot of things about the 2020, 2023 class with Pierce. Sure appreciate him having us on. And, you know, speaking of talking up things that, you know, are in our, in our future, well, what about your pretty near future? That would be getting a pantry full of some those good groceries from Kroger Go online, get your click list ready, pull into your spot. Kroger is a longtime partner of Before the Hedges. We we do appreciate that relationship and everything they allow us to bring to you guys on dognation.com, especially on Before the Hedges for five years going strong now. I think of that fast food sign that we've been talking about recruiting over, you know, who knows, probably I think we're closing on at least half a million viewers served at least. I mean, we probably average – 30,000 views on a lot of our Before the Hedges shows when you can count the Facebook audience and the YouTube audience. And, you know, that's probably 48 or 49 of those a year times five years now. Probably over a million views right now in terms of Before the Hedges and what we've been able to show in terms of Georgia recruiting and talk about for these last five years. But as always, brought to you by those good folks at Kroger. Let's hear from them right now. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. 
Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. Peter Jeffrey Wilson, I'm giving you an, I'm giving you five stars for your powers of observation. First time in, in before the Hedges history, we got a crackling fire going on right in the middle of a live broadcast right there. Fireside chat here on a October, wonderful night, wonderful October night. Hope everybody got to hit some golf balls sometime this week, maybe even today. Was a beautiful, beautiful day for that. Um, but we've got a uh, fire going on. Uh, um, yep, Joel Moody, you're right. Now we've got a true fireside chat going on right now. Uh, let's jump into all things Georgia recruiting. I still want to come. O- I still want to come back to. Uh, we went through our Joel top. Moody, you're right. You now we've got, got a true that. fireside chat going on right now. And then we got. Uh, to let's see jump into all things Georgia recruiting. recruting. I let's still want to Georgia come commitment. I still want to come still back. There's still 15 to, of those. Uh, we went through still our top. You're right. right. Now we've got a true fireside. I will tell you that they are no changes. Then we got. Let's jump into all things Georgia Micah Morris, David Daniel, Dylan Fairchild, Brock Bowers. Look at that. You go Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Georgia, California, Bradenton, Florida, but that's Lavoisier Carroll who's having a great game this year, great season this year at IMG. Jonathan Jefferson, we wrote about him recently on Dog Nation, how blessed and thankful he was that his father, former heavyweight prize fighter, fought for the WBO title. Did you see that story where his father was able to fight off COVID and kind of that timing was what kind of sparked and triggered his Georgia commitment. Great story there, especially since it has a wonderful ending with his father in good health. Uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson out of Maryland. Nugget Warren out of Lackawanna. You guys have visited with him on Before the Hedges on a Wednesday night. Jared Wilson, the same thing. Marlon Dean, Javon Bullard, and Jackson Weeks. Let's look at our last kind of program graphic slide for the night. That is your 2021 recruiting breakdown. Seven guys in state. Eight guys out of state, 12 Bulldog commitments in the SEC footprint, three Bulldog commitments beyond the SEC footprint. Um, that's the way the 2021 class is shaping up right now. Um, definitely a lot of guys that are prioritized by this football staff in terms of 50, there's 15 spots that are secured, maybe eight, maybe nine that are going to be potential potential potentially have a chance to join the class. And those are a lot of top targets vying for those nine slots right there. Um, moving right along, these are some of the tweets I saw, some of the online chatters that I wanted to make sure you guys got a chance to see. We're going to call them our tweets of the week. Um, I want to start off with one from Julie Baldwin. She is a reporter who covers the LSU Tigers for their rival site, I believe, tigerdetails.com. She was covering Mason Smith's game last Friday night. Look at this tweet right here with Mason Smith from Julie Baldwin. This is his pregame attire. Now, we've seen a lot of this from Mason Smith already. He was at a beach with some Instagram photos. Look at his shirt that he's wearing while he's warming up there, representing the G. A lot of video tweets this week. I want to take you to several of them. Um, I'm going to call for the one – Probably one of my favorite tweets of the year, maybe if not the favorite tweet of the year for me, is the one from Dean Ratledge. That's Tate Ratledge's father. He's up there in the West End zone looking down at the game when his son Tate goes in at right guard, makes his first blocks for the University of Georgia. 
I love that view. I love that perspective. He said mama was hyperventilating a little bit when Tate got his first snaps. Folks, Tate's an All-American. He's blocked plenty of dudes into the ground before. But look how special and look how wild that one moment was for everybody, no matter how good their son is, no matter how big their son is, how everybody's a little bit on edge, a little bit proud and a lot blessed to see their son make his first steps across Sanford Stadium between the lines as a Georgia Bulldog. I thought that was just awesome. Um, I want to point to this Georgia football tweet right here. You heard me say something about 52 quarterback hurries. I saw this tweet when the Georgia football account sent it out. And in my mind's eye, I directly went to, that's a tweet sent to Xavier Sori, sent to Corey Foreman, sent to Mason Smith about hunting, about being dogs, about trying to show that the volume is turned all the way up on havoc, quarterback hurries and pressure. Look at that, what Georgia was able to do through the first two games of the year. Nolan Smith, one and a half sacks. Adam Anderson, two sacks. Aziz Ojolari, two sacks. Georgia, the way they're pacing right now, might have three or four guys above the six or seven sack total for the year. If that happens, I think that would be great for Georgia's chances with a lot of those guys. I've got a pair of tweets I want to show you. These next two are kind of bookend tweets. The first of these is from Terry and Arnold. That's the number two safety we discussed earlier. Terry is the guy that um, um, we ha- we wrote about him very recently. He drops his top five thing where he says his top five is coming soon. Uh, Terry and Arnold makes that uh, tweet. And then look at old Javon Bullard um, out of Baldwin High School. You guys got to meet him on Before the Hedges as well. Javon Bullard gets in there on that tweet and gives him a quote tweet. And he says, what are you waiting for, Slime? Come on, man. There you go. You got Javon Bullard doing a little recruiting. But now look at this. Look at some reverse recruiting. I'm going to call your attention to two tweets from ING Academy. The first one is a touchdown here from Lavoisier Carroll. I told you earlier that guy's having a great senior year for ING Academy. But look at this companion tweet from Tyler Booker. Tyler Booker is a junior offensive lineman at IMG Academy. Been to Georgia a bunch of times. Six foot five and a half, about 320. He's an offensive tackle at IMG Academy who also gets into some goal line sets and actually carries the ball as an eye formation tailback. That's a story for another day, though. But look at this right here where Tyler Booker picks Lavoisier Carroll up um, after the touchdown, and he tweets out, this is not the Georgia commit. This is the Georgia target tweeting out. We might have to re- recreate that on the college level too. Something to follow away there for big Tyler Booker in the 2022 class. Speaking of the 2022 class, I want to show you this happy birthday tweet today from Georgia to 2020 defensive tackle, top 10 defensive tackle in the 2022 excuse me, make sure I get that right, 2022 class out of Texas. His name is Bear Alexander, about six three and a half, about 3.30. Big Bear Alexander, that guy looks appropriately named the nation's number 10 defensive tackle for now on the 24-7 sports composite. Interesting to see him getting a, t- a tweet that was quickly retweeted by a lot of luminaries like Kirby Smart, Scott Cochran, and some more members of the Georgia program. Um, busy night for tweets. We had a lot to get through right now. The last two are from this Centel guy that was on scene at McKeecher Newton. Let's look at this first one. And this is, this is the one 
about Nyland Green. Now you're going to see both. Maybe we don't get them in the right order here, but the first one I want to show you is a lot about Nyland Green. Look at Nyland Green right there. You see him warming up before the game. You see him catching some passes. Look at the length. Look at the stride. Look at the big paws. Um, his hands are great, great ball skills for Nyland Green. But then look at this. He's I've never seen this, folks. He is throwing up Skittles. He's catching Skittles pregame. That is a tradition. He always has a Skittles fix before games. He does a backflip as his team runs through the sign in terms of the pregame entrance onto the field. Um, he has a Chucky doll that he brings that with him every game. He can't go to a game without it. If he forgets it, if he doesn't have it in his backpack or his locker, he calls his folks and he makes sure they get him his Chucky doll. That is a superstition for Nyland Green. And now you think pink arm sleeves, you think Chucky doll, you think Skittles. This is a young man that's just having fun, and he is. Um, but he's also a very stand-up guy. Look what he does right here at the end of that Newton game. Nyland Green dropped a pass uh, where he was unable to, to, to reel it in. He'd been cramping bad that whole game. Nyland Green is also long snapper for Newton High School, among, among other things like a lockdown cornerback, a wide receiver, punt returner, kick returner, and all that. <clears throat> you see Nyland Green right there as well. Look at him consoling his teammate after he loses a uh, – after he misses the, the 31-yard field goal, goes wide left, would have won the game for Newton. Look at him right there. Folks, I think that is what competitive sports and team sports is all about. Look at that getting your brothers back. Look at that accountability. Loved that about Nyland Green when I saw him up close on Friday night. And finally, folks, our final tweet. I want to make sure you see this one as well. You want to talk about a guy uh, bringing the wood and, and definitely showing that he could be a future enforcer for Georgia. Take a look at David Daniel there, the longtime senior commitment in the Georgia class. Look at him striking that um, – potential receiver right there on the boundary right there, David Daniel. He will be a very physical in-the-box safety for the Georgia Bulldogs right there. There you have it. We kind of whipped through a lot of those right there, guys. Those are your tweets, that chatter of the week that caught our eyes to help keep you guys more informed about all things Georgia football recruiting. Hope you guys got to enjoy them, especially that Dean Ratledge tweet and those things that we noticed and we picked up about Nyland Green as well. Hope you guys enjoyed those. Guys, you got any questions, this is the time. You want to know anything about what's going on with Georgia football, some of the stuff that we talk about on the Dog Nation forum all the time, forum.dognation.com. Now's the time to give me a question. Pop me a question your way. Um, reminder, folks, this episode is on Facebook only tonight. We're having some issues with our uh, distribution stream, getting that out to YouTube. Uh, that will be uploaded later to YouTube. Uh, this will also also turn into a podcast on the Apple podcast platform, subscribe, give us a review, let us know what we can do to make this an even better program for you every Wednesday night. Um, more guests, more information, more topics, more interviews, less interviews, more Q&A. Let us know what you want to see right there, but you can find Before the Hedges every week on, um, after every week on, you can find it on SoundCloud, you can find it on Spotify, you can find it on the podcast platform as well. You can also catch it up on YouTube and Facebook as well. Um, let me see. You guys got anything? That, what's on your mind tonight, Dog Nation? Uh, Chad Buchanan wants to know, where does Georgia feel they sit with – where does Georgia feel they sit with Mims next week? I, to me, 
um, to me, this is what I think uh, with uh, Marius Mims. I think we, we spoke about this a little bit a couple of times on a couple of feeds, but to me this has always kind of felt like Georgia, Tennessee, especially since Alabama's kind of loaded up with a lot of prize tackles as well. Georgia, Tennessee, that feels like to me would be the top two, would it be the top two there? I'm going to make no bones about it. It would be a huge miss and a huge loss if Georgia um, can't secure that commitment from a Marius Mims. Uh, Joel Moody wants to know, does a second quarterback get meaningful snaps against Tennessee? Well, according to Kirby Smart, all the reps are great reps, especially those fourth quarter reps. Um, Joel, I think you're going to see two quarterbacks in that game. Might see a little bit of a package thing there with Dwan and certain things, maybe the red zone or short yardage. Um, but I think both uh, – I think Stetson will play well, and I think he will get the job done again this week. Um, and then I, then, then I think Dwan Mathis will come in when the game, I believe, will no longer be um, a contested game some point in the fourth quarter. Um, I want to know one, one thing from you guys right now. I'm working on a headline. I'm workshopping a headline. Did everybody see Stetson Bennett? put a plug of tobacco in the, in his mouth at the, in the fourth quarter of the Georgia Auburn game. Of course you did. Everybody was watching it went viral. It was trending. So I like that. You know why? Cause that's, I can imagine Stetson being a kid that always dreamed what it was moment would be like. He's from South Georgia, from Blackshear, from Pierce County, but he got a chance to go from the mailman to red man. I think that is just a great story about a Southern dude realizing where he comes from that's his moment and i think that's stetson bennett being stetson bennett i got what what do you say in the south when you see something like that um i got tickled i guess i would say when i saw something like that um john william adams wants to know which game is a bigger recruiting impact tennessee or bama this year clearly alabama i think that is the one on everybody's mind i think georgia and alabama will duke it out twice um Miriam Martin, Corbin, how are you, ma'am? Hope you're doing great as well. Uh, Jeff looks like a berry fella. Philip, what does that mean, man? A berry what? Uh, Johnny Webster got me a question about what's wrong with um, – what's wrong with uh, – does Georgia – do I think Georgia beats Bama? I think the second game is I think when Georgia's best team will come out. I think a lot of the young guys, a lot of those young receivers need to get a little bit better. I think that first one is you're also going to get um, a veteran, more experienced quarterback in Mac Jones with those receivers. Alabama is going to play at home. I think that'll be very interesting, the first one or the second one. Uh, James Crump wants to know about original barrier tropical. Um, I think Shelton Tucker is wondering if something's up with my nose. Uh, I don't know what's up with my nose, but thanks for your concern. Uh, lots of new questions piling in. Um, uh, Joel Moody, I do remember the 44-42 game between Liberty and Pierce with LeCount and Bennett were playing. Um, Randy Payne. Oh, man. Uh, Sorry to hear that, Randy. Um, my thoughts are definitely with you and your family uh, from Tifton, Georgia. Uh, man, that's just 
heartbreaking, Randy. I'm sorry to hear that. You lost such a treasured member of your family. Um, she's in heaven now, I hope. Um, that was a passing that um, it's going to be tough to find peace from that, Randy. But I'm um, sorry to hear that for you as well. Uh, Tom Lavelle pointing out Stetson's post-game interview. Johnny Webster as well. Um, Rodney White saw it. Uh, James Crump. Uh, Rodney White's thinking about some rain as well. Uh, Shelton Tucker. No, I don't think nobody punched me in the nose at all. Um, all right, guys. It's been a night. I actually got another interview to get to tonight. They're popping up for me a lot on Wednesdays. Um, hope you guys have yourself a good time. Hope you enjoyed learning from Pierce Sperling. And you guys have a little seed planted in the back of your head about the 2023 recruiting class. It was fun catching up with Pierce. Sounds like that guy is as um, dedicated, determined, 100% um, all Georgia Bulldog there. Don't care if he's got two and a half more years to go before he can sign or enroll at the University of Georgia. He did tell me Pierce said that he's wanting to uh, take up uh, dual enrollment next year so he can make sure that he can graduate early and, and report to G Georgia as early as he possibly can. Um, from all you got, from all of us at Dog Nation, I want to say thanks for watching us. Thanks for joining us on another Before the Hedges on a Wednesday night. I've enjoyed it. Sure hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. Thanks to Michael Carvel for all his production and technical expertise behind the scenes. Thanks to Kroger. Thanks to everybody for uh, joining us in tonight. And also, Mr. Payne, I'm still really sorry for your, you and your family and your loss and my my thoughts are definitely with you tonight as you have had, you guys have had to go through a tremendous ordeal. Um, guys, From this is Jeff Sintel. We'll check you guys later. We'll talk to everybody later. We'll see you once again real soon on the pages of dognation.com. Have a blessed night, everybody, tonight. Stay safe. Let's go, I'm a bulldog, so Georgia who won't pick it. I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.